Welcome, everyone. I appreciate you joining us for the Innovators Podcast Series, Where Innovators Flourish. My name is Allison Doyle, and I'm the Associate Director for the Iowa State University Research Park, and I'm also the host of the Innovators Podcast Series. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy. Good afternoon, and welcome to the Innovators Podcast. My name is Allison Doyle, and I'm the Associate Director at the Iowa State University Research Park. Today on the Innovators Podcast, we're joined by Chris James. He is the founder and CEO of True360.tv. That's T-R-U-E 360.tv. This business helps Cyclone fans step into the action through virtual reality experiences. This is the second time that Chris has been on the Innovators Podcast, and he's made quite a bit of progress on his business since then. How are you doing today, Chris? Pretty good. Staying busy. Awesome. So glad to hear that. Why don't we start by giving everyone just a quick refresh about what your business is today, and then we're going to take some time and, and go back through history and some of the resources that you've used here out at the research park and through our economic development entities. But tell us where the business is at today. We help Cyclone fans step into the action through virtual reality experiences. And basically what we do is we place 360 VR cameras all around the stadium at Jack Trice or the court in Hilton Coliseum and capture highlight reels of the action. Imagine if you could sit at center court during tip-off or under the baskets during big dunks or even an aerial seat on the jumbotron. Those are the sort of views and experiences that we create. And Cyclone fans can watch them through either virtual reality headsets if they have their own, so like a MetaQuest or a PlayStation headset. Or if they don't have a headset, they can get one of our Iowa State viewers. You can basically scan a QR code with your phone, put it in the viewer, and then look all around and you're on the sidelines of Jack Trice Stadium. Very cool. So when you came in here earlier this afternoon, you brought one of these with, and since this is an audio podcast and not yeah. video, I'm going to describe this thing. So it's a slick little Iowa State Athletics branded box that unfolds with a Velcro top, and you can slide your phone right into the end of it after you have scanned the code to pick whichever experience you're wanting. And then just like that, essentially click of a button on my phone like I was taking a picture. I was standing in the end zone of Jack Trice Stadium when the football team ran out onto the field and next thing I knew I was doing calisthenics with the team. So is <laughs> is this is this how it's supposed to work? Yeah. I think that was probably the my favorite experience to film was running out of the tunnel and, and the team's like burrowing past you and just uh feeling the heat of the fire too. I was surprised how hot it felt and I wish I could pass that on too but you just get the visuals i guess (laughs) very cool so when we first met and first started talking to you and working with you on on some level about your business you had this concept for a 360 camera and at that time you were putting it in zoo enclosures to take a look at animals and i was telling reagan my colleague here who's working on the podcast with me today that at that time the Eagle cam for the decorum mm-hmm. birds was all the rage in social media. And so I think taking somewhat of a, a page from that book, the thought was, could you record 360 degree, 24 seven access of say an animal in a zoo enclosure? Am I getting this mostly correct? Yeah. Yeah. That was the gist of it. 
So how did that business evolve from piloting at the Blaine Park Zoo to where we are today? Yeah. I was trying to, because I figured this would come up, and I was just thinking, how how did it do this? I don't even know. <laughs> but I guess point, when yeah. you're in it, it's hard to remember, right? Right. I guess the answer is I just, I thought that it would be really cool, right? So, like, with the animals, I thought it would be really cool to capture, you know, these immersive animal experiences. And we got a lot of cool ones. I, I think my favorite one we got was a swimming with otters experience we did with the Duluth Zoo, where you could put on a headset and it was like you're under the water and the otters are swimming all around you. And they're very curious about the cameras. So they're coming up and kind of booping your nose and stuff. Oh, cool. And it's a really cool, fun experience. And then I think I just thought, you know, uh, how cool would it be to teleport onto the sidelines of, of Jack Trice or, or Hilton Coliseum and, and get these experiences, these sports experiences as well. And so I, I think that's really what caused the, the progression. So I'm assuming that somebody over in athletics had to be willing to let you try this whole idea out. Talk to me about how that all worked. I've probably met a hundred people at Iowa State to try to, to pull this one off. I've had to talk to a lot of people. I guess one thing that I've noticed is pretty much every time I've asked somebody at Iowa State for help, I've almost always gotten it. And so that's really what I did was I was just like, hey, I think it actually started with with you, Allison, where I was like, hey, I want to film these Iowa State experiences. You know, do you know who I should talk to? And then I think you pointed me, I think it was you and Judy Isles, you pointed me to the Office of Strategic Communications. I cold emailed the VP of that office, J.C. Johnson, she and Carol Custer met with me, University Marketing. They thought it was super cool, gave me a list of experiences to capture and people to talk to. Eventually, we did a project with admissions. So admissions right now is giving out these cardboard viewers to international recruits. Oh, cool. And so it's it's really cool because I can see, you know, a bunch of people in India will start using our experiences and then a bunch of people in Saudi Arabia, I think, I think Brazil, just all around the world now, which is really cool. And then Carol Custer got me in touch with athletics. They got me a couple of media credentials to kind of kick this thing off. And, and now we're working through the details of, you know, putting cameras up during every game and all these different locations. And, and hopefully we'll get that rolling by the end of this basketball season and into football season. How exciting. So um, as part of your business, you're in charge of, I'm assuming, the cameras, the upkeep on the cameras. And then are you selling these little boxes to, to folks? Are you selling the overall experience? Are you selling a license? How does that work? Yeah, so if anybody listening wants to try this out, if you have a VR headset, you can uh, watch the experiences for free. Uh, just go to our website, www.true360.tv, and then you can. there will be a little button you can press, and it will point you to where, where you can find all these experiences. And if you don't have a headset, a VR headset, then you can purchase one of these viewers and you can get the viewer for free. You just have to cover the shipping and you also get the football experience. And then if you want to add other experiences, like we have a basketball and a cheer experience, you can add those as well. Very cool. So where do you see this going? I mean, it sounds like to me like you're just sort of getting started with this new concept. Do you want to try to get full market of Iowa State before you move on to other schools? Have you already moved on to other schools? What are you thinking? Yeah, well, there's definitely some interest from other schools. I had somebody from BYU reach out to me recently. There's basically, there's this company called Next VR, and I want to follow in their footsteps. They were founded in 2009, and then they were bought by Apple in 2020. But basically, they would broadcast, they're most famous for broadcasting NBA games in virtual reality. But they also broadcast all sorts of other things like concerts, like WWE matches, all sorts of things. Cool. And so 
I want to follow in their footsteps and set cameras up all around the courts and just all the different sporting events, starting with Iowa State, and eventually get to the point where we can like live stream these and, and get really high quality, like broadcast quality streams. But we're, we're starting with essentially just the highlights of every game and, and you know, being able to bring Cyclone fans into the action. How cool. So talk to me about what you think is going to happen here. I mean, I was in the virtual reality space, gosh, 25 years ago now. Oh, yeah. And at that point, pretty much all you would see were the large cave-like, you know, environments and the the headsets were ridiculously expensive and you come waltzing in here with a cardboard box that's (laughs) that's basically ready to go and the resolution of it is fantastic so is this the future or do you believe that the future is that i'm going to need to get me a vr headset in order to do all these things because i'm going to want it to be pretty sweet yeah yeah i think the future is i don't know what you want to call it actual vr headsets or like you know what apple's building with the the vision pro what Facebook is releasing with their quests and the, the like usability of those is and affordability too, I guess not necessarily the Vision Pro, but the, the Quest has they've gotten much more affordable and they're much easier to use. Vision Pro should be really easy to use. However it's very expensive. I think it's like thirty five hundred bucks if I remember correctly. Oh wow. That one's that Apple's headset they're releasing. It's it's more of like a computer on your head so you can put it on your head and do computer things with it as opposed to like games and such. Interesting. And that one's interesting, too, because Apple, they bought NextVR, the the company I talked about earlier. And so they're going to be releasing all of this virtual reality content after they release this headset. So the thinking is True360 can kind of ride that wave with with what we're doing and capturing this sports content, specifically at Iowa State. So is it going to work similar to how Apple's now, where their stuff is all locked down? And end to end, they control all of it, and then everybody else, it'll be sort of open source. Is that what you're seeing in the market or predicting will happen? So I think what's going to happen is Apple's going to both create their own VR content for their ecosystem and also allow other creators to create content as well. Oh, good. Yeah, it's it's sort of, it's rumored that they're going to release their own 360 camera specifically to use for their ecosystem, which would be huge for us because that's the exact use case that I need for this. But there's no release date or or details on that. There's just a little snippet on their Vision Pro page that that says they're going to do it. Cool. So where are you hoping? I mean, talk to me about six months, two years, five years. What do you want to have happen with this business? Yeah. Well, six months, I want to be capturing, you know, all major Iowa State sports and creating highlight reels from each of them. We probably won't be live doing anything live just because I don't think people are going to want to hold these up to their faces for the whole game. But I think they'll want to watch, you know, like a five-minute highlight reel after the game of, you know, this is what it felt like on the sidelines, right? This is what it felt like next to the team when when Big Rob Energy threw down that dunk. I was just right? going to say the same thing. Yeah, yeah, I think that would be super cool. And that's that's something I wanna I wanna experience. So that's what I'm I'm working on building uh, these next six months. A couple years from now, you know, in order to do this, we really have to get like the media rights holders involved with athletics, which is a very complex ecosystem. But to then be able to expand throughout like the Big Twelve and do this with all Big Twelve schools, and then I guess the next progression from there would be all of all colleges in the United States or in the NCAA Division One schools. 
Very cool. Yeah. So, did you design this? Did you have someone design the box for you? Where this where this thing come from? Yep. So it's modeled off of Google Cardboard, which was released in 2015, I think. And then I basically kind of updated the structure of it so that it works better with like today's smartphones, if that makes sense. And then I actually had my brother create the visual or the the graphics on it. That's cool. Yep. So, and you're giving these away. Yeah. So anybody listening today that's curious about this, they can go to your website and download, fill out a form and get one of these shipped to their house. Yep. You got to cover the shipping, but yeah. That's pretty cool. So www.true360.tv. Yep. And you can, you too can have your very own Iowa State branded VR headset. There's your plug. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Yeah. No, I want as many cyclone fans to experience this as possible. And then as we can do more content, you know, then we'll, we'll probably look at doing like a pay-per-view or subscription or or something like that. Some sort of on-demand to watch the, uh, the highlights. Do you ever see a day where Cyclone Alley, everybody will have one of these, you know, in the the crowd at Hilton? Yeah, yeah, let's make it happen. (laughs) (laughs) It would be pretty sweet. Everybody, those people way up in the the high seats, they're like, they see the play, oh, that's great, and then they put on a headset. and Watch it instead of everybody looking up at the Jumbotron or something. No, I do think a lot of our customers are around the United States, and they're people that can't make it to home games, right? So they kind of want to feel that. That Hilton magic, that uh, cyclone spirit that they they haven't felt in years and, and just haven't been able to. So the person that camped out in every line, you know, right. to get into Hilton, now they're off in some cool job someplace, right. and they've got their VR headset instead of being in line. And, right, and right, like yeah. That, I thought. So let's pivot from here and talk about how you got to this point. So I think I met you when you were still an undergrad here at Iowa State, and you were involved in some of the Papa John Center for Entrepreneurship's activities across campus. Take the baton from there and and talk about how you got from there as an undergrad to where we're at today. Well, I pretty much, let's see, I'm, I'm trying to think where do I start? I guess, you know, I've always been entrepreneurial spirited. Both my parents are entrepreneurs. I was born in Silicon Valley, and I had a lot of different entrepreneurial projects in high school. I think probably my favorite one was an app I created called Kittens vs. Puppies, where people would submit pictures of their kittens and puppies and vote on which ones are the cutest, and kind of we'd have like competitions related to that and such. Um, and so when I came to college, I almost instantly just like dove into all of the entrepreneurship resources that Iowa State has, and they have tons of them. I joined the Entrepreneurship Club. I think that was probably the first thing I did. I remember pitching for the innovation. I don't remember what we called it, but the, like the spring pitch competition. Huh. And we won that. That was the first time I ever pitched. And I remember being ecstatic, too. Me and my, my business partner at the time, we were so happy we won this this $1,000 prize. We were walking home, and we called our moms, and we, we accidentally walked past our dorm rooms. We were just so happy. <laughs> <laughs> probably the happiest I've ever been. That's fantastic. <laughs> So, yeah, I dove into the different programs. We got into SciStarters that summer. Some of my best friends I met in that program, and we still keep in touch. And, you know, we all run these these companies now. So that was one of the one of the first years of SciStarters, if I'm remembering yeah, correctly, right? I think I was in the second cohort. Okay, that's what I thought. So yeah. that's pretty cool because that's a number of years ago. Not that I'm going to sit here and age you, <laughs> yeah. but... That y'all are still in touch and that multiple businesses are still going. I know overwhelmingly yep. people are still in business, but that's great to hear. 
Yeah, those are yeah some of my best friends, Drew Pauly and Brady Trent. So yeah, I did size starters, and then I think the next thing I did was the startup factory, mm-hmm. and I was in cohort four for that uh-huh. for that. And I remember that one was at the time definitely the most stressful. Like I don't know, I just I stressed out over like all of the just perfecting what the the teaching team wanted us to do, and and, and just tough program, but worth it. And so I did that. That was the beginning of 2018, I think. And then I went to the Okaboji Entrepreneurship Initiative, uh-huh. which was a lot of fun. I met a really good mentor of mine, Ken Kemna, through that. Very successful guy. I try to keep up with him at least once a year. And yeah, he, he taught me a lot about business and life and, and perseverance. So I did that. At some point, I probably, I don't remember when, but I applied for the different funding through the IEDA like the proof of commercial relevance. And then we also have the demo fund. Uh-huh. And I think Iowa State, just the different programs that I went through, like SciStarters and the Startup Factory, they definitely helped prepare me for being able to submit those applications and knowing what the applications, what needed to be on those. Yep. This is good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is what we hope will happen, right? Yeah. Another thing, too, is, I mean, the alumni or the teaching team for the Startup Factory, I've, I've Kept up with a lot of them, and they've been a ton of help for me. Um, Excellent. Yeah, like I, I would meet with Darren Heisterkamp weekly for probably a couple of years, just you know, just building a business. And I still keep up with him quite a bit. I definitely used every entrepreneurship resource that Iowa State has. I also did Ag EI too with Kevin Kimley and and Clayton. Awesome. I think Clayton Mooney ran it for a little bit too. How exciting. So you're kind of a poster child for getting in early and then taking full advantage of the full suite of services. And it sure sounds like it. they all worked, I mean, in some fashion as they were supposed to. And it's pretty cool to see where you're at today from the beginning of the journey from showing up on campus. So um, you're plugging away, building this thing out. So how can the ecosystem help you today? Well, I think... This would probably help me indirectly, but more startups at Iowa State, they need to think bigger and just getting people to follow your passions and create something that you think is interesting or really cool. Because that's really the thing that's kept me going this whole time is just, I just think these experiences are the coolest thing ever. And and so, you know, it doesn't matter if it gets hard or, or if something bad happens. I just, I just want to create really awesome experiences. And I think just, I don't know, I, w- I wish that was built a little bit, I guess, in the community. I don't think it's necessarily bad or like that we're not doing a good job of it, but just, I don't just getting lots of really passionate builders that want to create awesome things that, that they think's cool and they don't necessarily, and because they think it's so cool, they don't think that, or they don't stress out about the little things. Uh, I think that would be just incredible to build or continue building here in Iowa State. So failing forward is a big part of that, probably. And then um, we hear people talk about, and we've had several conversations on this podcast, actually, about how in Iowa, our conservative nature and our humble nature is not particularly conducive to shouting out from the rooftops all of your victories and successes. And even when you're super stoked about something really, really cool that you've developed, right? So we resolve here at the Innovators Podcast to get better at that and to really shine a light on the great things that people are doing and hopefully in turn use those to motivate and inspire others. So let's have a conversation with baby Chris who (laughs) shows up at Iowa State 
there's all kinds of students and their parents who are listening to this podcast who are considering this as a place to go. What do you wish you knew and what do you want to tell them? Well, definitely, I mean, one thing, you know, I didn't necessarily know, but I did well was getting involved with all the different resources, right? All the different entrepreneurial resources at Iowa State. Definitely do that. There's tons of them. And I think it's, you know, anywhere, anywhere that you need help, you can, you can find it. And then I think just one thing I wish I knew a little bit more coming into this was just to keep focusing on building stuff that you think is interesting and then just putting it out there on the internet and seeing if other people think it's interesting. Because like with these Iowa State experiences, I honestly, I didn't necessarily think anybody else would find them cool. I just knew I would find them really cool. And then other people found them cool too. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. Cool. Because I, I, I really do like this a lot. So, you know, and then I can keep, you know, building them and creating them. And so I think that's the biggest thing I, I wish I did more is focusing on building stuff that I thought was interesting and putting it out there and seeing what happens. So what's next for you? How can, I mean, there's a bunch of people that are listening to this one just because they're curious about what folks are up to and also because they want to learn about what people like yourself are, are doing. How can we help aside from shining a light on your business? And, you know, if people are interested in this and find this cool, what do they do? Well, yeah, if you want to get one, just go to our website, www.true360.tv, and you can try out the experiences or get a, a viewer. And then I guess as far as help goes, I guess just let me know what experiences you want to see, what Iowa State experiences or even Iowa experiences too that you want to see. I've had some people say they want to, you know, meet me to try to put a camera up behind the home plate at an Iowa Cubs game, which I think would be really cool. That would be cool. We've had some interest in like the Iowa Wolves. So yeah, any any experiences that you want to you want to see, I mean, feel free to email me and and let me know what you want to see. Great. And I would assume that much of your business, since you're going out and convincing folks at the athletic department, for instance, that they should allow you to put these cameras up and continue to create these immersive experiences is driven by people actually using them and, and watching them. Yeah. So the more that anybody gets a camera and then can tune in and repeatedly watch, I would assume is good for you as well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And give me feedback too. If you watch the experiences and you liked one thing and like something else, let me know. And, and I'll definitely, I, I just want to make these better and better. Great. How about we make a date and whenever there's a significant change in the business, as you've done before, you'll reach back out to me and we'll bring you back on. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good to me. Thanks for stopping by today and for being here and for taking advantage of our ecosystem and also being a really, really good steward of it. It's great to have you here. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Thanks everyone for listening. Until next time, stay inspired.